when you come across a roadblock in your business, don't have that be a way of stopping you reach your destination. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode and the interview with our best ever guest, I want to mention Fund That Flip because Fund That Flip is an online lender that gives you fast, convenient access to really affordable money that you need for your flip project. So if you're doing residential flips, then the main thing I imagine that you're focused on uh, or the main two things are the deal and the money. Uh, So if you've got the deal pipeline but you need access to cash and you want to build a reputation within a, a, a group that will continue to invest their dollars into your deals, then go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Uh, the, the founder of Fund That Flip is Matt Rodak, and he's actually one of my very first guests on the show. It's episode number seven. Um, so if you have a chance, go check that out too. familiarize yourself with Matt and um, what he's all about. But when you're needing money and you want an online lender that provides fast, convenient access to affordable capital for your flipping projects, then Fund That Flip's the way to go. Their team has over 200 deals under their belt. And uh, you can actually, this is crazy, you can actually be approved immediately within 30 seconds once you put in your information. Uh, So go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever and get some money for your flipping projects. Hi, Best Ever listeners. Welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and it is Friday, so we're going to do Follow Along Friday. And today, we're going to talk about five things that um, will help you generate more deal flow. And this is based on my experience as a real estate investor. This is based on my conversations I've had with all the Best Ever guests and um, then my business partners and, and what the heck they're doing. And at the end, I'll give a quick update on what I've got going on in my life as an entrepreneur and real estate investor. And it will segue perfectly from the top five ways to find deals because we've actually got a couple that we're looking at and should be getting under contract. Well, it's likely that we'll be getting it one of them under contract within the next, I'd say, month. So with that being said, let's dive right into it. Number one way to get a deal is, and this is a long-term play, so if you're in the real estate game for just a hot second, then go ahead and fast forward to number two, search engine optimization known as SEO. So making your info, making your website more searchable. And if you don't have a website, you need a website. And if you do have a website, then get a team that is proficient at search engine optimization. Time and time again, I'm I'm hearing it more and more often, real estate investors who I'm interviewing are getting leads through SEO. And again, it's a long-term play, but if you don't have SEO, then you're losing out on lots of moolah because there's lots of deals out there that you're not getting access to because you don't have a, a robust online presence. One of the benefits of having a daily podcast for me and my business is new content every single day being published on my website and that helps out tremendously with search engine optimization. And I've recently had a team, I've I've hired a team to uh, do SEO for me. And there's a couple different ways you can can approach it. One is 
you hire someone locally and you meet with them and um, then they, they help you and you're able to kind of have your, your hand held the entire time too is to do you know, something like Upwork, which is what I use, com, And I've got a team in India who is working on the, the SEO and I'm paying them $3.33 an hour to do it and they're spending... I believe 20 hours a week on it. So that's what roughly 60, 70 bucks a week on my SEO. And I've noticed some progress already, but it's way, 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 way too early for me to see some any real results. But the progress I've noticed are just some uh, increases in the page, page rankings. I mean, I've only been doing it for uh, about a month and a half to two months. And again, SEO experts are probably thinking or saying to their friends in the room. There's no way he's getting results this early. And I'm probably not. So it's going to take time, but I have seen some increase in rankings and I attribute some of it to their work. And over time though, that's where the, the real benefit happens is over time, I'm going to be ranked for certain keywords that help my business. And one of them is multifamily syndication. Uh, and, and then there's there's a couple others that relate to the podcast because of how I make money primarily is by buying apartment communities with investors and sharing in the profits. So I want my search engine or I want my search. I want my Google. <laughs> I want my keywords to populate in the search engine being in, in Google and, and Yahoo and to be able to be ranked for that. And if you want more information on, or if you want more context on how that is helping other investors, got a couple episodes for you. You can check out episode 427. Anthony talks about that. He's based in St. Louis. And there's an episode coming out. It's going to be 469. Ben, he's a wholesaler. And he actually listened to Anthony's episode. So he listened to episode 427 and it inspired him and he is he's doing some some pretty great things so you'll want to get this as part of your strategy and have some SEO presence if you're spending money on you know other strategies and uh, you, you might be spending money on some of them I'm about to talk about then allocate some of it towards SEO it's a long-term play but it's going to be well worth the investment Number two on how to find a deal, direct mail. You know about that, right? You know about direct mail. Direct mail is tried and true, but it's not about sending something out and then crossing your fingers and and hoping that it generates some leads. It is about consistency and being able to continually and consistently have direct mail campaigns go out to your leads. And some of you might have a full-time job. If you got a full-time job and you're trying to figure out how the heck are you going to pull this off, because it does take, you know, send out 20, 120 direct mail pieces. If you do all of it manually, that could take a day or two to do, maybe, maybe three days. If you value your time to the degree that it is more valuable than the hours that it takes for you to do that, then hire someone to do it. Hire someone. It will be a good return on your investment. We've had a previous best ever guest, Sean Caldwell. It's episode 321, and he gives us a great 
overview and gets into some specifics that the episode titled Anything and Everything You Need to Know About Direct Mail. Listen to that episode. Reach out to Sean. There's a promo code as well. It's best ever, and you'll get some sort of discount on, on your purchase. But Sean is one way to go. And then another is to go back to the Upwork example. Hire someone on a hourly rate and train them on what you need, and then you can have them be your your point person, do all the direct mail. Uh, but direct mail, time and time again, comes up as one of the, if not the most effective way of generating deals. Number three, this is kind of a, a unique one, but it's near and dear to my heart, that's reaching out to podcast guests. Podcast guests. The podcast guests are on this show because they want to get the word out about what they're doing, and they also want to give back to the best ever community. I wouldn't have someone on this show if they don't want to give back to the best ever community. So as a result, if you reach out to them, they should follow up with you or speak to you whenever whenever the, you know they're, they're available. And they are at a level of high achievement with whatever they've got going on. And they're, they'd be a great person to speak to about finding deals and, and getting advice or perhaps connecting you with someone who would be relevant to help you get deals. And one of the things that I've heard, and this is from a guest that uh, has been on the show before. His name's Bob Berg, and he's going to be on the show again. It's going to be in late, late, late January is when his episode's going to air. But he talks about, in that episode, I'm going to give you a little teaser. He talks about how one of the best questions to ask someone is, how would I know, here's the question, how would I know if... I meet someone, they'd be a good person for me to introduce you to. How would I know if I meet someone, if they'd be a good person for me to introduce you to? And what that does is that tells you, that educates you on who they're looking to meet. And then you can actively seek out someone like that to introduce them to. And coming back to reaching out to podcast guests, when you reach out to them, it's important to ask them that question so that you can add value to their life and you're just not taking, taking, taking. Yes, it's likely that the best ever guests will answer your questions and give you their thoughts and connect you to whomever, but there comes a certain point in time with any relationship, as, as you, I'm sure you know, and you've experienced it, if not professionally, then personally, where you've got to give back as well. So, and that's one great, easy way to give back. Ask them that question and introduce them to people. Number four, Brokers, 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 brokers. In theory, they've got the connections with investors. They're doing direct mail. They're doing SEO. They're going to events. They're speaking at events. They're actively networking, making friends, and they've been in the business a long time, both with sellers and as well as lenders and with attorneys, accountants, etc. Brokers, you have to pay them a commission, but whatever, as long as the numbers make sense. So brokers are actually been a good source for deal flow for my business. So I, I've done and I'm doing SEO. Direct mail I have done, but I'm not currently doing. Podcast guests, well, I, I meet all the podcast guests because I'm talking to them. Brokers, the 250 unit we closed on 
last August. That was an on-market deal. We just came up with a business model that made a lot of sense for us, and we're doing incredibly well on implementing that business model. That was an on-market deal. And then the one that we're looking at in Houston, actually looking at two in Houston, both of those are on-market deals, but they came through a broken relationship, and they reached out to us and told us about the deal. We looked at it, and we see an opportunity that perhaps others don't see. So you'll need to look at them more carefully, them meaning the deals more carefully when they come through a broker because they have been publicized. But there sometimes is a negative connotation to an on-market deal. But in reality, it's all about how do you find the opportunity where others haven't identified it yet. And that's the key. Or how quickly can you act versus others? And you know, you'll get access or you'll close on the deal faster. You'll get the deal done. The broker gets their commission check as well as gets a good price for their, for their client. And then it's a win-win-win scenario. Number five, online forums. Highly recommend getting a pro account or whatever account that you need to get for bigger pockets and posting in the marketplace there. I've got one. I haven't talked to Brandon or anybody else at Bigger Pockets about me talking about Bigger Pockets on this podcast. So this is by no means am I getting compensated. I just have seen tremendous value in my business by posting in the marketplace and generating conversation around deal flow and and getting access to more deals, people sending me more deals. So I, I would say if you don't have an online account or a, a paid account on bigger pockets and do that and then in addition build up your credibility and your trust factor and reputation within bigger pockets by commenting and adding value to people in the forum i mean that website gets over a million unique visitors a month there's tons of people and really it's about you being positioned as a thought leader within the community and then identifying or letting them know what what you're looking for so those are the five ways seo and there's many others by the way bandit signs tend to be very effective for single family home investors that that's one that that comes up time and time again but the five that i'm focused on for my personal business both currently and then one of them in the past but i had to mention because it's incredibly effective for for basically anybody who does it consistently is direct mail so number one seo two direct mail three podcasts reach out to podcast guests four brokers five online forums and again, there's many others. Uh, another one that I do is I have my own real estate meetup or mastermind that I created. Once I moved to Cincinnati, I immediately created a mastermind group. I have about, I would say, 15 or so people who, who come to it. And it's going to be growing because I'm about to do some things to, to help it grow even more so. But being a thought leader in that space helps. So creating a mastermind group would be another one. Then you get relationships to longer-term play but it's a, um, a play that is inexpensive because you're not spending a lot of money, although you are spending time, but there's a lot of rewards with the time that you're, being, that you're spending. So those are the five. In addition, I want to mention a couple things I got going on personally and professionally. I'd say when you come across a roadblock in your business, don't have that be a way of stopping you reach your destination. I'll tell you personally, with my 168 units that that I, I have in Cincinnati, it's going well, 
but I wasn't sure I could raise more money. This was before we closed on the 250. I wasn't sure I could raise more money until we brought that 168 units full cycle and returned the equity. So what I did is I partnered with other people on the 250 and was able to raise it. And turns out I could have raised it a lot more. And it was a perceived roadblock and it wasn't reality by any means. And that's that's one thing that, that I've realized is don't let one perceived roadblock stop you from, from growing your business. So in addition to partnering with others on the 250 unit, as well as some other deals that we've got in the pipeline, we've got to identify the, the different things that we need in order to get over that roadblock. And if that's if that's a perception or if it's a reality. In addition, um, like I mentioned earlier, I'm doing the SEO thing. I'll keep you posted on how that's going and got a new website coming out. I have, I'd say the best designer I've ever come across, but he is a true artist and he is terrible with timelines and adhering to when he says it's going to be done. So he told me the website will be up by the end of December. I'm going to guess it's going to be up by the end of February, but it's going to be an amazing website. The focus of the website is going to be on really making the episodes more searchable and allowing you to quickly go into my website and see, get access to wholesale content, multifamily content, retail content, whatever area or strategy you're focused on to be able to get access to those interviews really quickly. Also search by uh, location. So you'll, you'll be able to easily find best ever guests who are in New York City or Los Angeles or you know St. Louis, wherever. So that's coming. He said by the end of December, I'm going to say by the end of February, definitely by the summer. But again, he, he's a true artist and he does some magic with a lot. So with everything I've worked with him on. Those are my updates, my friends. Oh, lastly, um, I'm running 10 miles a week. I, I got up from the outside, you know, I, I look like a skinny guy, but I, I got up to 190 pounds and I think I need to be around 185. So I, perhaps I'm being tougher on myself than I should be, but those five pounds are being removed immediately. So I'm now running 10 miles a week. I work out three times a week, but I've been focused on strength and getting stronger and doing squats and bench press and all sorts of things with my trainer. I mean, we haven't done as much cardio. So just as, as an aside, uh, we're doing 10 miles a week. And if, if you're a runner as well, let me know how, what type of routine you've got and would love to kind of share notes. Have a wonderful weekend. Hope I have a best ever weekend and I will talk to you tomorrow. If you need money for your flipping project, then go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. You'll know within 30 seconds if you're approved or not to get money for your residential flip. Go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, join me in subscribing to the Family Office Podcast. The host, Richard Wilson, you can learn more about him, episode 447. The reason why you'll want to subscribe and listen to this podcast is he talks about how billionaire families think and how to attract the ultra-wealthy into your business. The Family Office Podcast.